Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Yes, I was given the option to work or not work on Valentine's Day because... Because of my track record of working on Valentine's Day, which is always ended in um, hair on fire. You have a ball (laughs) on the floor crying. I am so loathsome of the holiday and have am such a pill about it that they were like, you don't have to if you don't want to put yourself through that, which I appreciate it. I appreciate that I have that level of seniority at this point. Um, it is just another day. (laughs) They're They're like, like, well, last year when you poisoned some drinks, (laughs) they know it's triggering for me. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, you just, your eyes glaze over and we saw you just go for, it's weird. They had arsenic in the back, but you know, know. it was to kill the rats. And then you went and you made some little parfaits with arsenic sprinkles. Arsenic candy hearts. Today's a very special Valentine's Day episode. Let's introduce ourselves. Uh, guys, welcome to Sidework. My name's Brooke Van Poplin. Jocelyn Hughes, hi. Kyle June Williams, I'm back. <laughs> Uh, hi, I'm Andrea. I'll be your server. You guys feeling the love tonight? You guys? Can you feel the love tonight? Come Welcome on, to the bone section. That's what I used to call my section on Valentine's Day. The bone. You didn't call no, it the... I never fucking call it that. Oh, I was you gonna... didn't call it the bone zone? Yeah, I was going to say, why would you not just go oh. for bone zone? I don't know. I've never heard bone zone used ever before. What do you guys, what does that even mean? Oh, God. I'm the... fucking with you. Wait, wait, wait. Be like, Andrew. welcome to my boof booth <laughs> well, wait okay come on uh welcome to my get on top four top my boom oh, my boom booth yeah bro, my boom, that boom. was very good my on top two top that's right uh, girl on top two top every table has a slutty nickname you make all of your customers wait, welcome to my reverse cowgirl high top table that didn't rhyme. <laughs> that, that flew. That just flew and right everyone, out. And you committed, though. And everyone, welcome to the begrudgingly given annual handjob table by the corner. So we are discussing what we like to call V-Day, a day of infamy. Yeah. <laughs> Valentine's Day in the service industry. Here's a fun headline, whether you guys heard it today or not. The company that makes the candy hearts went out of business this year. I didn't hear that. The one with the little sayings on them? Candy hearts. Sweet on you. I got to be honest. It's It's because they taste like shit. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's basically the candy corn (laughs) of Halloween, you know? At least people like candy corn. People on Etsy will make you personalized ones. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah, have you not seen those? No, I haven't. Yeah, you can get them personalized. 
But that so they they the candy produced by Sweetheart. Okay, so oh. I guess now Brock's is now making the Crocs? exact Brock's B R A C H S the candy company. It's every candy mm-hmm. that ever. your grandparents love <laughs> to love. That's their slogan. <laughs> I think they always Brock's made makes a version. Like all the shitty Valentine's Day candy, don't they? Yeah, yeah. So they called they called theirs our conversation hearts. You know, yeah, I thought they were always called conversation hearts. Right, right. But I'm just saying that they were like the weird, generic. No one likes that brand, but yeah, the, the but sweet now, hearts, like the candy hearts, the the plant closed, literally just got shut down abruptly right before Valentine's Day. So everyone's like, "Oh no, I don't know how to talk to people, and my only vehicle of communicating has been taken from me." Do you think it's because they started to put like really gross messages on, kind of like they put hidden messages in Disney movies? Like no. you'd get you'd all of a sudden get a heart that just says like, <laughs> like no. eat eat shit. <laughs> or, or okay, like, I don't think they had an eat shit one, but definitely some grandma, like someone, it was like a grandma trying to like, like decode how people text now. So it'd be like, love to smooch you, but it'd be like a number two and a you. They started doing that on oh, the hearts. Like it was like very early texting, early 2000s texting. Yeah. That they, they were like, yeah, we got the youth market cornered. <laughs> Just had, took us twenty years, and then I think it'd be really hard to like put weird something that's like ancient on it because there's like whole molds that have to be cast to stamp these hearts. So it'd be like a whole inner working. <laughs> Maybe this is just me. It wouldn't just be like a an, an etching from. Like I was gonna a, say one disgruntled employee <laughs> with a tiny with a needle just by eat shit and then like cutting themselves and bleeding into it. Workers. So that, and everyone in that town's got chalk dust lung. Chalk dust from lung. working in that factory. Their whole lives, and now they're now they're left with what? Nothing. Coughing up red and green chalk all day. You know. So yeah, that's the thing. It's Necco wafers, right. which is another oh, disgusting awful. candy. Yeah, which is basically exactly. it's, <laughs> this makes so much fucking sense. They <laughs> no, taste exactly the same. They also it's like I bet I bet they stopped making school uh, blackboard chalk too. Yeah, all the same right. plant, like which dust. is all it is. It's just like they put a little powdered sugar on some chalk, and they're like, now fucking eat it. Be happy <laughs> of anything. It's the it melts in your mouth because it's toxic because it's actual chalk yeah that it's because it's like one of the first candy companies in the country and that's because people didn't know what sugar was yet so it was like oh this is exciting this is delicious and then you know cut to 100 years later you're like no that actually you can make caramel Dude, it was it was that <laughs> and like and saltwater taffy. That those were the offerings of just took that out era. your teeth. Just yeah. took your teeth with it. Ooh, I'm gonna re- taffy. in this country for sure. Can I read some from ten years ago? Some of their updated conversation hearts because they're kind of food related. Oh yeah. Recipe four number four love. Table four number four two. Ooh. Stir my heart. Top mm. Chef, weird. Mm. Sugar pie, honey bun. Spice it up. Yum yum. <laughs> Who's writing these? Oh, cool I mean, it cat. wasn't me. I applied for the job, but I didn't get it. I didn't get it. It's fine. Well, uh, you know what? Also, well, I just think they're outdated when you can slide into someone's DMs and, and just show them your boobs. So we can take New Year's Eve, which we've, you know, which we've talked about, and then we can take Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. Which one's worse for you, Brooke? I, I think New Year's Eve is fun as hell to wait tables because people, are, they're having dinner and then usually getting the fuck out of there or they're ordering 
a ton because that's their night. And so you're like, I'm making bank. I'm only upset because I'm not going to get to a party till 2 a.m. or whatever. But Valentine's Day, to me, the energy in a restaurant is insane because it's never usually filled with just couples. Mm -hmm. So you've got so much dysfunction at every two top. And everyone, like, we gotta make it a night. We gotta make it a night. It is fucking amateur hour for love. And you then know? it's like, as a restaurant, for some reason, it's like our job to like be the magic providers. Like, as the server, oh. you're the fucking Cupid for the evening. Right? Yeah. Well, right. It's, you know, it's the night where people who don't normally go out to eat go out to eat. <gasps> That's, That's very true. true. So and amateur. if there's a prefix menu, oh. which there always you know you're is, you're not making money because they're just like set. And like, sometimes that includes like two glasses of champagne. And well, so, yeah, or you you know exactly how much you're making. I but, mean, and yeah. it's just not going to go a cent above it. They no. also have, I've worked in restaurants where they would have like three seatings. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. have a, you know, like a 6.30, an 8, and a 9.30 seating. And you'd be like, well, I only have six tables. It's going to be X amount. Like there's there's no way to really amp this up. Because everybody's just going to buy like the set stuff or like whatever. And you'd think it'd be like, oh, we're doing steaks tonight. We're doing. But like I said, it's people that don't normally go out to eat. Mm-hmm. So they're like usually kind of frugal and you're not going to be getting like extra tips or whatever. It's it's not as uh, it seems it seems like it would be. It's not. I feel like this just like perfectly curtails into the idea that it's it's people who um, probably also don't have great relationships year round. Yeah. And so this is the one day a year where the boyfriend uh. is trying to make up for being a shit fuck <laughs> all year round. And so there is so much riding on this. And the reason I think we as servers feel this insane pressure is because they're like, Hey, you're like my wing woman. Help me fix this. Like, it's not like, oh, this is oh, lovely yeah. and we're always in a happy mood. It's more like, yo, you got me? I got I to gotta make this girl like... Or they blame know, it on say, you if it doesn't go well. Oh, that well. too. There's I'll, also we'll women that are like, Valen- I need Valentine's Day things. I need to be taken out on Valentine's Day. I, I need, need Valentine's Day gifts. Like, I need I need a diamond in the bottom of a bear. champagne glass on top of a piece of molten lava chocolate cake on top of a bear. <laughs> So the, yeah, so and then don't forget again your free shit, your free rose. So I feel like one of the ideas is like why knowing how amateurish this is and how tacky it is, like why do you think even the best restaurants cave to this pressure? It's winter. I think maybe oh, that that is a big pop <laughs> for the month. Point. That is and a good point. It's I think it's a reason to still make money right I don't I don't know <laughs> is it like a churn and burn thing too because I mean with two tops even though they're like you first of all you have a prefix menu so you know when the food is going to be coming out per se so you know how mm-hmm. long a, t- a time turn on a table will be and two tops you turn way quicker so for me it's just I, I it's a numbers game that night like how many couples can we blow through this place well sure yeah I mean they just know that they they you make it seem like a scarcity because, you know, every person in a couple suddenly when they're waiting to the last minute, they're like, shit, I don't have a reservation. And they're scrambling and suddenly you've got the 630 seating at like the crab shack or whatever. But I, I mean, I guess just even nice places caving to the idea of this manufactured holiday is it I just, think it's because it's so ingrained in 
culture in the country, it's like fucking sink or swim, man. It's just like what everybody does. To me, though, what's funny with the really nice restaurants is like these people are never going to come back. So what's the fucking... That's what I'm saying. It's the one night they go out. Right. You know, they're not... They don't know how to behave. (laughs) No. (laughs) Like the regulars are like, prefix, fuck that. Like, I'm not going... I'm not doing that shit. In major cities, I think it's less common. Like the smaller towns is way more Valentine's. Oh, yeah. You know? In corporate places where they're like, they definitely they lure corporate. you. Yeah. When I worked at Buca de Beppo, they always did this Valentine's Day special. <laughs> Wait a minute. You worked at Buca de Beppo? Yes. Oh, gosh. Was, and it was like, so lasagna was a special. It wasn't always on the menu. And the regular size lasagna was probably, I want to say like a foot and a half long. <laughs> <laughs> the portions. You guys don't know this about Buca de Beppo. Everything's family huge. style. It's meant to be shared. <laughs> Um, so they basically cut it in half and then that would be like the special is lasagna for two on top of like a giant salad on top of garlic bread. So you're basically just like going and stuffing yourself fucking silly and then being like, how romantic is it that we're going to fart in front of each other later? So that was that one offering that Buka had, but I, I was looking and I did find some fucking awesome sweet offerings that corporate restaurants across the country will be offering up um, this holiday season. Black Inga Steakhouse uh, is, there's a Valentine's Day special for uh, $29.99 from February 14th through 17th that includes prime rib crab cake and two classic sidekicks. It was sweet molasses bread. Oh my God. Andrea, did you, uh, the Buca de Beppo special's on here. Forty nine ninety nine lasagna love feasts for two. Dude, you couldn't. You said it better than me. Love Wait. feast for two. Someone's getting whipped with a hide after that meal. Hell yeah! I mean, have you ever eaten fifty dollars worth of lasagna? I mean, Ugh. I've thought about it. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese and has you know, a DoorDash deal on Valentine's Day. Ooh. You get a free kid. You get, this. <laughs> yeah, you get, you get a free cold a from free the ball pit. Germ-riddled ball pit. Get hep C from the ball pit. I think that might be where the measles outbreak is coming from. Right now, my heart's going out. Like we're we're bitching about like the the seatings and the prefix at like nice places that we've probably all worked at. Macaroni Grill. <laughs> I feel for these servers. Three course meal for two for forty five dollars. Oi, oi, that is a rough night. Are they all just different macaroni dishes? Well, no, no. Macaroni Grill is like new American. Oh. I mean, it's not new American, but it's it's a whole it's old American, old American, old new American. You know, it, it, I don't know what. Yeah, Olive Gardeny, something like that. But I mean, just come on. I mean, I get it. I get it. Everyone is at a different price point with what they can spend. But I, my heart, I don't care about them. I am talking about the poor waiters and waitresses who have to suffer this shitstorm for six dollars a table. Oh, wait, so $45 per person? No, no for two. Oh, boy, oh. That's rough. I did a lot of Valentine's uh, seatings at at James, so I did three in a row, uh, which was rough. Not like three, but three years, obviously, not like three shifts. It wasn't like, cool, we're doing Valentine's Day three nights this week. When it falls over a weekend. Well, yes, that can happen, but, you know, this place was pretty specific on actual February 14th, and... I would say the customers at James were 
it was a mix. We got some regulars, which we loved, but then it would just be the, like, we're never going to see these, you know, kooks again. And I literally just was surrounded in a section of people who hated one another. Couples who were so mad, having so many issues. This one table was fighting with each other so viciously, like under their breath, just like hissing how much they hated each other, like over the table. But every time you'd go up, you'd turn around and be like, whoa, I'm gonna, I'm gonna back off for a second. And then you'd like, be like, I have to go put plates on the table, but I think I'm gonna get bit. Like, it was so frightening. So you were doing everything, just trying to say like, may I get you another, you know, a glass of wine? How is everything? And just like, fine. And like, they would go back and then like, how may I sedate you? It was so intense to be around couples like this. And so then at the very end of the meal, the woman is so mad at the guy at this point. I don't know if you've ever seen this. Someone put their coat on and just, but just stand at the table kind of in front of the chair and standing, she took the remainder of her glass of wine and shot it back in one swig and slammed a wine glass on the table and then wrote in front of me a goose egg for the tip. And I was like, what do I have to do with your dysfunction? I crumbling world. I was just like, that is the craziest shit I've ever seen. But you have all these people with such charged up emotions. And, and like, it's one thing, it's hard enough to be waiting on them for money, but then to go through that and for them to give you zero fucking dollars, I was like, there is no hell on it's earth compared crazy. to. Because, and again, I think that just comes down to that, like, this bullshit Valentine's tradition is like what <laughs> we are ingrained to do. Like we ever couples feel like they're supposed to fucking do it. Right. They have to go. And like poor Brooke gets this couple that is like today they're being forced to do this. And today's the day they decided, you know what? We don't really fucking like each other and anymore. You know, you know what? I bet after they agreed to tip me $0, they reconnected over fucking oh, me over and then had game. and then had like hot sex in the car like ruined her night it could have uh, just uh, been role uh, play the entire time which good for them i guess but no but no do we have one happy story of of you know a couple who met in the restaurant industry wants to talk to us about loving one another my parents Yay. my mom said she talked to us we get a call all right can you hear us i can hear you hi christine Hi, Brooke. How are you? Good. Happy almost Valentine's Day. Hi. Listen, my children, and you shall hear. Yes. Uh-huh. About your whirlwind romance with Dad in the restaurant? Yes. Uh-huh. You're, gonna, you're about to hear it. I don't know how exciting it is. Oh, it's exciting. It was exciting at the time. So give us oh, the year. What season? Yeah, what, what season? What year? How did this go down? Well, um, we first met, I think, in the summer of 1973. Can you you ask her to not? Yeah, what are you doing? Can you not do that activity? Can you just, like, talk and not be? Well, I can now because I put the top on the soup. Okay. (laughs) Things are good now. Okay. Okay. So 1979 summer, you say? Is that true? 1973 summer. Oh, okay. Three summer. And I just met him then. And um, I thought he was, uh, he was the cook, one of the cooks. 
What was the name of the restaurant, Christine? The Silo. All right. They have pizza and they're still open in Lake Bluff, (gasps) Illinois. They have deep dish pizza that's delicious, I may add. And we still go there and get, you know, kind of nostalgic for the old days. Okay. So when I first met him, we were just, you know, he was the cook. I was the waitress. And then, you know, that went on for a long time, a couple of years before we actually, you know, fell in love, let's say. Oh, such deep love. Let's deep. I know. Fell in love. It was. Mm-hmm. No, I just That's said you said. Happened. Oh, no. Go ahead. I'm so sorry. Was Keep it, going. Was it deep dish love? Hello. There we go. It was. Hello. It was deep dish love. Yeah. From there, we, you know, you know, look at us currently. 40 years later. They just, they just celebrated their 40-year anniversary. That's amazing. Congratulations. We and we still go to the silo, and we still see some of the folks from the silo. Did you ever work on Valentine's Day? Yes, I delivered balloons on Valentine's Day for the clown that lived across the street. <laughs> was, it, was it Gacy? <laughs> yeah, this was it Chicago. Was not Gacy, but close. And I'm going to tell you one thing. It was horrible. Really? I dressed up in all red and white and hearts, and I had my hair in a ponytail, and I had red shoes, and I went over and I borrowed my girlfriend's van so I could have lots of balloons in the van. God, a van? 30 degrees below zero, and I had to go out to the college and deliver balloons. And I, my first bunch, I took into the classroom, and I said, Hi! Is Sue Jones in the room? And Sue Jones looked at me and she said, get those balloons out of here. I hate that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Perfect. Well, thanks for uh, telling us about you and dad's toward love affair. I know. I know. Uh, (laughs) Hot pizza, hot, hot relationship. Well, here's here's another question. Um, Have any of you been witness to or been involved waiting tables on someone who decides to get engaged on Valentine's Day at a restaurant? So many. Ugh. No, so many. I haven't. Thank I haven't God. Either, but- I had one and I was just like so, because I'm just, you know, I'm divorced and angry and hate other people's love. And I was like, great. Good <laughs> job, guys. Do you want to go for And I was like, I'll get you a free glass of champagne. <laughs> Could not have been less of a supportive waiter in that. But, like, why is it my job? Why are you doing this in a restaurant? To pressure her to say yes in public. Weird. Like a public place where, like, you can't just do this, like, in the privacy of your own home or on a mountaintop. Well, it's for everybody else. It's not for you then. So you gross. Know? I just, I, last year I had to do one, and the uh, guy gave, told me to take pictures <sighs> with my own cell phone. What? Um, and... Uh, when it all happened, uh, I had to then get his number and send him the picture and he was looking through them at the table or she was looking through them at the table. And I was like, I was like, I hope they came out. All right. And she's like, they're not great. We're, well, we'll take an, we'll take another one. And then made me made like her like pose again. Like she was surprised to take a picture with her phone. Mm-hmm. It was, Ugh. It was so um, fake. <laughs> That's just it. Is the whole thing is just so like trumped up, and everyone's a witness to everyone's like tainted fake restaurant love. It's a pretty gross evening. 
Kyle has a Valentine's Day story of infamy that she'd care to share with the group. I'm not familiar with this. This was two years ago. It was just the worst night. We were running behind on tables because they stacked the end times too, mm -hmm. um, too tight together. So the turns were really tight. So everybody was already upset when they sat down. <laughs> And not, it just nothing was really going as it should. And people were just upset and they were upset with me. Um, we also didn't have enough champagne in the fridge. So champagne wasn't uh, cold. Mm -hmm. So people kept blaming me for warm champagne. It was just a nightmare scenario over and over again. And because we were late on reservations, I was there super, super late. So I was exhausted. I mean, I think I was there for almost 10 hours. And um, when I got out, I walked to my car and um, I... In, it was like dark and my car was parked on the street and in the middle of the street was the entire front of my car. <gasps> A flower van who was delivering flowers had backed into my car. The bumper had somehow hooked underneath the front of my car and he pulled the entire front of my car out and then left it laying in the street. Are you sure this wasn't my mom? <laughs> <laughs> they're like broken balloons <laughs> balloons it wasn't a balloon delivery Red was paint. it a 50 yeah. foot long 20 year old mercedes <laughs> or were there like were there like flowers spilled all over the street no what happened was is someone in an apartment building saw the van do it mm. and and like caught the company's name and um I guess caught the guy because I just saw a little note underneath my windshield wiper that just said, sorry, and a number. So the, at uh, least they did that. That's well, nice. that's because the person in the apartment called him and said, if you oh. don't leave your number, you I'm know, I'll, I'll report you. And, um, I had to, so was this, but was they this left. Joni? This is Joni. Joni my has poor, been through it. My poor car just is basically, it's like a bumper car at this point. Um, but, the most egregious thing was it was laying in the middle. No one, so many people drove by the entire front of poor Joni and they left like it laying like, in the hey. middle of the street. No one decided. And my car I got weighs about 50 pounds. Anybody could pick it up and put it at Aww. least on the grass. And then, yeah, so I had to, I mean, the flower company took care of it, but they kind of made, um, I had to fight them on it for a little bit because they wanted to use old parts to, Fuck. it was just like this, I, I just, I stood in front of my car and I mean, I'll say it, like, I, I think serving has driven me to tears more than anything else in my life. And I just cried. Sure. I yeah. cried and I had to. What a to, metaphor. Yeah. Around, just be ripped in half, dying on the street. No one stops <laughs> to save you. No. And your heart's just broken. And I had to put the front of my car, thank God I have a hatchback, in the back of my car. <laughs> and people were hanging out their windows, like looking at me because at the, I went, I, I, I went, what the fuck? Like sure. I was... Um, imagine like if Moonstruck was a bad ending, like I was just, you know, she's in the middle of the street. Right, right, yeah. right. Um, Kyle. it was Kyle. just, I was thinking at the end though. Oh yeah. Is... And I just like, you know, I took my apron off and I, it was, it was very uh, dramatic. I threw it down and I was just like, I'm done. I mean, that's one of the 800 times I think I've said out loud that I was going to quit. 
Um, and I didn't, but yeah, that was fun. And then I had to drive my transformer of a car all the way home very slowly because I was so afraid something was going to get in. I mean, it looked like I was driving like a half eaten car. Girl. Happy Valentine's Day. All right, well, we just talked to my mother because she met my father at a restaurant. That's oh, how they know each I was other. Like, she just met your dad? <laughs> just happened. But we are lucky enough to have the host of We Called Your Mom podcast, hey. hilarious comedian and wonderful human being, Beth Stelling, here today. Beth, thank you for having me. Oh, my God. I'm so <laughs> excited you're here. We all are. I love oh, you all. Sweet Beth. Sweet what Beth. wonderful women I'm surrounded by. And Brian. And Brian, yes. He's a fancy lady. (laughs) He's a trooper. So tell us, where did you work in restaurants? Please tell us your journey from server to fucking awesome comic and human and a person who doesn't work in restaurants anymore. No longer, but do miss it occasionally. Sometimes. Uh, Wouldn't it be nice if I had one shift a week? That's how I feel. I'll tell you, no, no, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Once a month. From actual personal current experience. I know, I was going to say, honestly, I think it's more of a dream, but I think a barista would be different. If I had to take tables and yeah. do you, yeah. that's like a you're, skill, you're a but you skilled have to, barista though. Yeah, she's talented. I, I think I still could do it. Mm-hmm. I, because I, because I harshly judge those that are currently, you Same. know, have carried your love of coffee mm-hmm. with you. Yeah. You've literally carried your love of coffee <laughs> in this reusable cup to the to the podcast today. Watch like if I stop drinking coffee, my life gets better or something, but I'm so committed. <laughs> um, <laughs> but service industry job first one was Grater's Ice Cream. Okay. Um, is which it is still in Ohio? Yes. I was okay. also a scoop girl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my arm one was very mm-hmm. strong. Oh, like, yeah. Your <laughs> one Popeye arm. Yes. Really, yeah. yeah. One my lobster scoop and, claw arm. My scoop and hand job arm. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, and then also all my shirts, my mom can really never get clean because they always smell like barf, which yep. like, because like the, you get ice cream all over you, which would then, then be dairy. Sours. And then if you didn't wash it, I guess in hot water right away or just in, they all smelled bad. All my shirts smelled bad, like barf. Anyway, hmm. uh, that was my first job. We didn't get tips. There, at, at the time, there was a bucket at the end for the Greater Scholarship Fund, but I did end up winning that. It was a wow. $500 scholarship. Whoa. I think I may have won it once or twice. So, like, I did eventually get my tips. Redemption. But <laughs> cool. I really had to write an essay for it, you know? Oh, gosh. <laughs> write an essay for your tips. <sighs> What if you had to do that every day? Oh, God. Like, whose essay is the best and you get tipped? Just be like a sign that just said, yeah. fuck you yeah. on it. Um, and I'm trying to think. So, yeah, that was the first one I worked there in high school. Sure, sure. Quit the track team, worked at Graders. Absolutely. Went ahead and did Priority. that. Priority. needs yes. to run while you can stand and eat ice cream. It's a different yeah. kind of training. Yeah. I forget. I think it was like the field. High- I- and what's the clientele? Is that like all families? Are so, you having to give everyone samples? Is it maddening? It was the first real like ice cream shop in our area. Because there's like, there's Baskin Robbins over in Kettering and stuff. But this was like the first ice cream shop in our little town. And I'm from Oakwood, which is a part of Dayton, Ohio. Okay. And Oakwood is known, like we were called Jokewood or like we were known for being like rich kids, except I lived on the east side of town. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now my sister lives on the west side of Oakwood, which is where all the rich, she's a real rags to riches tale. West side? Yeah. <laughs> but she has like a huge home now. Wow. But that's, that is what Oakwood can be. Like there is a lot of beautiful old Tudor homes and mm-hmm. it's like built in the twenties, like these beautiful homes. But we lived in a normal home. 
yeah, with normal. just our mom raising us and we had to share all of us a bathroom my sister shared a room i got my own room because they don't want to be near me but it was like you know like <laughs> we had a you smelled like normal upbringing yeah. i would have i would I, then the next thing i did was mandalay banquet center i also did that Whoa. in addition to graders so were you a cater <laughs> waiter yeah so it would be like you know whatever that place would be used for mm. either maybe a wedding or a bar mitzvah yeah. Sometimes or like a really extravagant baby shower might get a sure. banquet hall yeah or a work function or something like that i did a i did a lock-in one time oh my god a high school lock-in mm. ba- at a banquet setter and but, had to serve them uh sprite and coke all night like oh i was god, their bar like little i was their bartender there Where? was a hypnotist this was in beverly hills Oh, you're talking about currently. This yes. isn't. Yeah. Oh, okay. wow. Because as we know, I still do They're it. They're like Sprite on the rocks. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sprite and up. And all the cocaine you have in your yeah. pockets. <laughs> what's the uniform when you're working at this banquet hall? That was. Yeah. So the graders was just either a red or a blue T-shirt that was embroidered graders. And you had to, of course, buy it. I mean, that type of thing will always. It will never cease to amaze me. I get it now but then at the time yeah. you but i also don't get it because at the not time you're like oh they're protecting themselves in case you quit tomorrow or you suck or whatever but it's like i have to buy the thing you're making me wear at work Mm-mm. that's res- i think they've like ruled that illegal at this point okay there are places where it was like you get one and then anymore you have to sure purchase. that's how it should be yeah i guess anyway but the banquet center i do believe it was like black on the bottom black pants black shoes and then a button-up white top and maybe a tie that they Ooh, gave us, yes. I can't Fun remember. Fun tie, solid I color remember. tie. I feel like it was like a tie, or you know what? They might have given us vests. Ooh. Oh, but yeah. this is where I, I developed a crush on a guy from a, the neighboring school, Fairmont. My sister married okay. a guy from Fairmont. It was like a rival in field hockey, and so it was like, you know. But I, it was weird to like somebody from a different school. Mm, it it's just like a Romeo so and Juliet situation. Yeah, but they would find out I was from Oakwood, give me a hard time, and I'm like, I'm here working too this isn't just for fun right i always it, it, it drove me crazy they'd be like oh you're from oakland you're rich i'm like my mom's coming to pick me up from this shift in a dodge caravan <laughs> you're driving home in a firebird right. please suck my dick yeah. <laughs> i was so angry about it i was like i don't have my own car or cell phone you guys are a-holes anyway but this guy wasn't and you worked with i him. did like him yeah we dated this a little is bit. perfect because we're this is valentine's yeah. day like we are talking about love in our restaurant yes <laughs> yeah you you that's my cajun the character flirt, the this i mean i have a joke about this it's old but it was like i got i forget how the joke goes but it's along the lines of like i got into food service mostly for the sexual harassment yeah. but it was like <laughs> that's all i mean i'm guilty of it too it was that's all we did to each other was just be like it's a mood could i you know it's a mood I? yeah yeah and it and it's widely accepted and of course i think if i was like don't talk to me like that it would they would stop i think i just encouraged it but it created in me part of my personality that later got me in trouble oh. Because I, (laughs) I remember going on a kayak trip. You know when you don't explore your own city, and then you're about to leave, and people are like, "Let's kayak the Chicago River," and you're like, "I guess," you know. (laughs) But it's like truly floating tampons and pads. And my friend like splashed water at me, and I was like, "I actually will never forget this. I hate you." (laughs) But I was sexually harassing the kayak leader, and he was like, "You actually need to stop, or you're gonna have to get." And I was like, "Oh Oh, my god." I think it was just the realization, like, that's how I always interacted with men, especially at work. Yeah. 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 And of course, I wasn't like, show us your dick, you know, like in the kayak (laughs) or something. But I think it was, it was like, 
take off. Yeah, shirt. maybe I will. If you, I don't remember the things I said. I'm sure it's very embarrassing. Uh, you know what? I bet it was adorable. Yeah, sexual but harassment. it was <laughs> it was something yeah. like that. Yeah, Mandalay Bay, and then I worked at different places. I guess in college would have been after that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the bagel shop in college. And this is, is it on a college campus? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so are you getting I, professors that, though, or are you getting hungover college kids? It was, I, I think I always worked evenings. So we were open from like, I think it opened probably at 8 a.m. or 7 a.m., but it stayed open until 2 a.m., especially Jesus. on the weekends. So it was drunk crowd. Yeah. Yeah. The working at undesirable places. Um, this was a coveted position. Okay. Okay. This was. Did like, you make bank? Like, was this? Did you get to meet people? It what was are like the benefits? A, you had to be seat? chosen. Like, not anybody could work there. You oh had to be like. Oh my god! It was a very. It was more like personality test. Like if the anything. cool kids working. Yeah. Bagel but place. what is a steamed bagel? So most, yeah, I guess most people would be like, ew, but no, they're really delicious. So instead, no toasters. Uh huh. We would get Mark's bagels from Cincinnati, I believe, and then um, so just you have your regular bagel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you would i'm trying to remember oh yeah say you got like a cream cheese bagel you'd put the bagel just in there shut the lid and it used to be a handle Uh oh i'd like that sound three times wait a bit and then (laughs) three more and then you would take it out add the cream cheese close it wrap it up give it to them now the difference is then i want to move to chicago okay chicago bagel authority is they eventually they used to have these, but kids and everybody that works is just like that's really rails like on steam them. Can hurt you. It can. Steam yeah, it can. Very I definitely was burned burn the shit out of you. Yeah, yeah, I was definitely burned through the little hole if it got old or whatever. But they would just wear out quicker because of the handle. So then they turned to button, which made it less rewarding yeah. yeah yeah it felt weirder and might forget about them more often so what's a typical like i'm drunk it's 1 a.m i'm going in to get a bagel type snack i mean this was the early training for intelligentsia lack of eye contact ask, is this Do you know did this move into the coffee because... this was like i we all loved it you know like we loved working there sometimes we would do like aprons only nights where we would just like tape our tits together and only wear an apron good morning and like we just like we drank too and we would use very sharp knives and no gloves <laughs> it was like drunk kids coming in after the bars packed belly button to a a hole you know what i mean <laughs> just like this human centipede the of the line and like there's a bar and it's basically like working at a bar but you're making bagel sandwiches i like and it. all they're all named like um, well, Ben Roethlisberger thought it was for him, but it was long before him. There's like the Ben's Best, which is very popular. There's the Mr. Turkey. There's the, the Zerbiak Bagel, which was named after Wally Zerbiak. Who's that? Um, <laughs> he's a football player, I think. Sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, Amazing that you There's like that the name. Letterman Bagel. There's the Kazi, which has now been changed. They didn't. That was my brother's favorite. My brother-in-law's favorite was the Cosby. It's been changed. Uh, well, the to a Cosby name. as in yeah. Bill. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Tanya Harding Club. Still there? Uh, <clears throat> Still there. Yeah, it's a plain bagel with that's turkey, adorable. Colby Swiss. Oh, that's so great. You know, I, I feel like, because we've all, or is it just me? Am I the only uh, barista in the group? Like, Oh, long... no, I've I've studied barista ink. You sure did? Yeah, I worked at Joe Art of Coffee and like Ooh. was taken under their that's wing. That's in the West in Village, folks. That's yep. serious business. Serious coffee culture in New York City. Yeah. And it is a total arm of the service industry that comes with its own just like 
fussy customers, relationships, all that stuff. But I get where you're coming from, Beth, when you're like, I have pride in the job because yeah. this is your this is your morning cup of coffee. People are commuting and sometimes that cup of coffee is all they fucking have, tethering them to reality <laughs> and you are the person who does it right for them every time. There's yeah. nobility in that shit. Yeah, you know? I think there is, especially just doing a good job at your job. Yeah. I don't know if that happens here as often as I would love it, but like in LA, I mean, oh, people yeah. are really friendly. I'll give them points for being really friendly. Maybe yeah. not super efficient, but they're just like want to know what you do so they can yeah. figure out if, right. you oh, yeah. if they should be nice or not. Yeah. So they can yeah, yeah. show you their script. Yeah. <laughs> Coffee snob is such a funny term because you're just like, I don't know. You don't want to be that because I'll still drink hotel coffee or drink out of a Keurig or something. Right. So I'm not like, I can't. But it does, basically learning everything that you learn, it just gives you a new appreciation that co coffee is actually produce. Mm. So when you look at it that way, then you know it shouldn't be like in a tin on a shelf for seven years. It's the right, same thing right. with wine. It's yeah. like, that's why you shouldn't buy it at 7-Eleven. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just think it's, it's great ritual. Yes. Mm. Because that's how it's treated where it comes from. As a ritual, correct? Yeah. yeah. And it's off a bush. It's a cherry. It's a it's the seed yeah. inside of a cherry. So not to... Now, I don't know why this made me flush back to Valentine's Day, but have you ever been out... Like, have you ever been in a relationship and had to go out to a, a restaurant on Valentine's Day with somebody? Or wanted to? No. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I don't think so. Valentine's Day means... is going great, Beth. Nothing to me. I know you told me to think about Valentine's Day, but <laughs> I'm fucking. I, I mean, Hollis and I dressed in like pink and red on Valentine's Day, but like no one hit on us. I think they probably <laughs> appreciated that we were being festive, right? But like nothing happened. Fair enough. You Fair know? enough. But I don't remember going out on Valentine's Day with a lover. I've had plenty of boyfriends constantly. Uh, just revolving <laughs> door of never being alone but yeah I don't recall like a fabulous Valentine's Day sorry all the exes of mine listening I don't remember <laughs> it why you hate it. <laughs> I don't even hate it I'm just like I don't I'm not I'm, I'm not one of those people that's like it's a holiday invented by people who don't sell candy <laughs> I love candy I mean send me some flowers that's nice flowers and candy yeah I think teddy bears are a bit stupid yeah. you know it's sort of just like what am i gonna do with this i guess give it to a small dog or something but did you guys have like yelp or anything like that oh yeah at intelligentsia i got yelped oh yeah sure. what, what was that like i got a warning off the yelp this somebody did bitch. somebody call you out by name did mm -hmm. you know who she was when you read it yeah i knew exactly who it was so either way she the wrote privilege. a review of me that was like down to the time the person Ugh. was working like it had to be this person working from blank to blank like she was out to get me and so i was just like oh my god and she was also like she she wrote like believe me i'm a really easygoing person so it takes a lot to upset me i looked at other things she had reviewed and i shit you not she had reviewed the grand canyon and i was like rotten hell <laughs> you seem really laid like back person, you fucking but this lunatic. Is one hole she's like not as impressive yeah. it's, a, it's just a hole nature do better next time yeah. i'm really laid back but i will review the grand canyon i mean canyon. i'm usually a big fan of erosion but this yeah. is the worst <laughs> i know i was like i hate this woman Okay, here's a tip. If you get to a city and you're trying to find a good cup of coffee that doesn't taste like a rubber tire or ash cigarettes, uh, you can Yelp coffees 
coffee shops, cafes, and look for photos of good latte art, meaning not foam with like a dog going like, <laughs> like actual <laughs> latte art that's not foamy, but the milk is perfectly steamed okay. to like a glistening glow. Oh. And typically avocado toast will also be there. Uh, so just look for photos of that. You're a real road dog. Yeah. And you'll find like a cup of coffee that is good to drink black. Hey guys, here's a tip. If you're going to go out to eat, I think this is the best way to do it. I think this is the most fun, the most cool thing. White Castle takes sit-down reservations, and it's like jokey, very tongue-in-cheek. If you can see this picture, I'm going to post it. They do tablecloths. It's adorable. It's the cutest thing ever. Uh, I think these people are in a frame of Crave cases, possibly, awesome. which is so great. I've never been to a White Castle. They are oddly delicious, and I will fight anyone who. You can buy them frozen too. They also have. They serve Impossible Burger sliders now. Yes, Goodness right. To them. Oh my so, gosh, let's go, guys. If uh, I know that this is dropping on Valentine's Day, but something tells me that if you need a last-minute reservation and you and your date are fun and have a good sense of humor and love diarrhea, you can <laughs> go enjoy your Valentine's Day at White Castle. I fucking love, love, love this. That's the way to do it, people. Or stay love, home. Love, love it. Here's a tip. Whether you are a home cook or not, a man or a woman, a date or not, always have like a nice recipe in your back pocket that you know how to make at home. That way you don't have to deal with all the chaos of going out to eat and you can make that lovely, lovely meal in the privacy of your own home and has have a beautiful, intimate evening. So learn how to make at least one really nice meal. Home cooked food is the best. It's such a great expression of love. Here's a tip. If you are dating, talk to the person on the phone before you meet up for a first date. Give you a nice little overview. Sometimes if you haven't done that, you show up and it's just a different experience. So I urge you to have a phone conversation and go from there. Good night. (laughs) Here's a tip. Instead of doing the same old boring champagne, why don't you opt for a pet nat? A pet nat is a uh, frizzante style wine, very similar to champagne, but made in a different process in which the bubbles are smaller and a little bit creamier. They also have a really beautiful bouquet and can... um, like have flavors of like pineapple and they're just a little bit zestier and a little bit more fun. They pair with food really well. And basically, so champagne is always made in champagne. Frizzante is the same style as champagne, but made outside of champagne. And pet nat is made differently in the way that there's a carbonation process that happens before the bottling and then a second carbonation process that happens within the bottle. So that's why the bubbles are smaller. But it's just like a fun new way to celebrate. And it's a different wine. And I just think it will be super fun and spice up your life. I'm making like a dog panting face right now because I fucking love pet. I know you love pet. You can wrap. It's a drink. It is. It's a very easy drinking, um, delicious, fun. It's, it, they just have, um, but does it give you the same headache? No. (laughs) (laughs) It's like 
please, all I want this oh. year, Brian, are you listening? I want a pet net wrapped in Olive Garden breadstick paper. St. <laughs> Valentine's. You know what? The, the night we all drank pet net is the night oh. I broke into Del Taco. Oh, mm. yeah, that's right. Like like hives? <laughs> like you broke into a case of Del Taco. No, I broke into no, no, Del she, Taco on It was Muscular's closed and, and I pried a side door open. <laughs> And I walked in. They said, you can't be in here. They got and she was so like, scared. why? I was like, yeah, but I, I got tacos. so scared because that's like in Chicago, there was like a rash of murderers that would like attack fast food places after they closed. Okay. That's a whole yeah. thing. Break Touché. Out. Touché. Guys, thanks Happy for listening. Valent- Happy Valentine's. I love Valentine's. you, ladies. I love you Love all. you. You're all my Valentine's. Oh my God, so much Happy love. podcast. <laughs> What's up, y'all? If you like Sidework Podcast, and leave us a big fat old tip in the form of a reviewer of five stars because you know we're good for it.